No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. Well, 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 can I tell you how many times I've played Among Us in the last week? Oh my God. I'm glad you're <laughs> enjoying that. Maybe I should be doing that. Honestly, it's like the, the since since playing my Zelda game, because I have not touched that since I finished Breath of the Wild. Is yeah. that what I played? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> that This has been the most involved in a game that I've been, because it's everything... Okay. So to be fair, so everybody knows, I introduced Tyler to him. He did. Us. Well, the thing is, I've been seeing it, you know, on the internet because it's but everywhere. I made you play and it. The I didn't know it was so easy to play. Like I didn't know it was a phone <laughs> game. I thought it was a computer thing, and I never play like computer games, which I can't play on my computer. But that's a different point. But um, I've been seeing a lot of the like club quarantine guys play it. That like like Brad and. Uh, the DJ and uh, Microsoft Orifice, my favorite Instagram name. Yeah. Um, they've just been playing it all, on and on. And then I saw one of my friends from Austin's like, anyone want to play Among Us together this weekend? And I was like, I would if I knew what it was. And then now I do. And I'm a good imposter. Like I've won yeah. as an imposter like three times now. Good. It's so fun. It's so fun to kill people. It's fun because you kind of get to lie. You do have to lie. <laughs> You have to be a good liar. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the imposter. For sure. And then you have to be able to be like innocent. Well, you go off yourself. in the chat so hard. Me? Yes. Yeah, you I just do. miss Chatty Kathy up in the, the Oh my God. Chat. Sorry, before we start. Earlier today, I was playing. Like, before we start, you don't want to start the show. Hold on. Hold on. I was playing before uh, we started this evening's recordings and I was watching someone who is named Horny and the other one was saying, I'm daddy. And they were like going off on like cyber sex on the Among Us chat. <gasps> oh my God. Ah! There are 12 year olds in there. I know. I was like, he, the only question he asked is, are you a girl? And I was like, I'm not, but I'm going to watch. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Goodness Hi, gracious. I'm Tyler. And I'm an imposter. <laughs> And I came here to kill you all. Sorry. We can take two. No, okay. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Andy. And, and this, this is, is Homo's, Homo's Modern, Modern Life. Life. I didn't come up with anything this week. A podcast where um, answer you might laugh and you questions. might find yourself. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what we're going to do today. Most likely you're crying, but that's just between <laughs> you and me um yeah. anyway andy it's been i'm in a weird place this week okay i'm, I'm in a this. i'm in a bad place i'm not gonna lie to you i'm in a bad place are you <laughs> the combination of first of all the combination of yes. me not getting sleep last night i barely slept and i think i ate either too much food or something bad and i was so mm. sick this morning i took today off of work because i was like 
I'm That's going, good. I'm going to, I'm going to die. I was like, I went to take a phone call and I was like, I literally cannot do this. And I'm like getting to the fun point where like, I'm not sleeping enough to where I'm confusing my dreams with things that really happened. Mm. Oh, so good. Cause there's things that I want to oh. like ask you about specifically. Cause I'm like, but did we have this conversation in real life? Mm. Was that my dream where I had been catfished by a Japanese royal family member and he flew me out to Japan, which oddly looked like my childhood home, where I fell in <laughs> love with his sister. And then oh, we had no. this very kind of get Better out scenario to get out of the rich, you know, Japanese family's home. Um, and then I ended up having to escape with a volleyball, uh, American volleyball, like high school volleyball team. Um, who was there being used as lab rats to test sports-enhancing deodorant. Wow. That's, that's, um, that's So when a, I do dream, that's what I'm getting. It's quite vivid. <laughs> quite vivid for sure. Um, I, I was like, I should write these down because this is like... You should. This is movies. This is 90 Day Fiance meets Get Out meets, you know, any American meets sports movie. some story that Alexis Rose would have told... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm just in a bad place because, I mean, work today was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's getting to that point nearing the end of the year where things get crazy for me, and mm-hmm. like, whew, there's just a lot on the in the pipeline uh, that's stressing me out. And add that on top of election anxiety, on top of. Um, anxiety on top of seasonal on depression. top of co-get anxiety seasonal depression drank too much over the weekend because it was halloween for those of you listening at home we do record these ahead of time so by now the election election day has come and gone in the world the 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 country might be in civil war we don't know <sighs> yeah but we just we just finished halloween and we're about to hit election day so, that, so if, yeah if you need to know where we are Next week's episode is going to be interesting. Um, we have no idea what next week's... We don't know if the world will exist next week. Uh, yeah, they but, might cancel the internet and Zoom and yeah. podcasting before next week. We don't know. <laughs> it's I. That's the thing. Is like, I, I was talking to someone and they go to school um, on one of the local campuses and they got an email today like blasted that was like please do not vandalize after the election oh, and I was like the fact that it even has to like go out is like horrifying and everyone's trying to like stock up on food and I'm like I, I, you know I just yeah. like I can't I that's the thing I went to the gas station to pick something up for uh Brandon today and I was checking out and the guy was like oh so what are you thinking for tomorrow and I was like I don't know honestly mm. and especially because the other guy in like the other like checkout station I was like seemed kind of republican and I was like I don't know last time this went around I was real confident and that screwed me over and he was like who'd you vote for and I was like Biden um i feel uncomfortable that you're asking me this information stranger i mean i guess i'm in there a decent amount because it's like my local gas station but i'm like we've never talked this much before um (laughs) but like you know i'd rather be on his good side me saying biden seemed like it put me on the good side so i'm like give me that democrat discount i don't know Mm. um but i was like I, you know, I didn't like, like, I've tried been avoiding it. Maybe that's also why I was like today. I just like, can't cause like, it makes me so anxious. Like tomorrow is gonna like 
suck all day. And the fact that it's just going to be happening for weeks. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like the thing that drives me crazy is like I really don't understand why they are not. Like I get why they can't count the ballots, but also like I can't. I don't understand why they can't count the ballots. Like, (laughs) yeah, like get a head start. Like if this were any other inventory, any other inventory, and you could get a head start and count the stuff in the back, you absolutely would. Well, you know, like the Oscars, they always have um, one of the big public accounting firms count the votes and Mm -hmm. you know handle the envelopes with the results and everything Mm -hmm. i think as a cpa i should be able to volunteer to help count ballots yeah where's that i would gladly do um yeah all of this just compounded with the fact that i um seemed to have strained my back a little bit when i was working out today uh it's not too bad but it's like leaning over like bending all the way over and touching my toes is a little bit hard um so this is you're getting old andy this um, is what happens. i mean it's not like it hasn't happened before it just actually just hasn't really happened while i was working out it's usually been doing other things like last time it happened i think i was helping one of my grandparents into the car <laughs> oh i remember that oh, yeah. so i'm like well uh, if you need it i have one of those like spine pillows that you can sit on <laughs> from yeah, when I, I think ate it down a pair of steps on my birthday and fractured my tailbone i think we're just gonna go with some massage some heat some oh, yeah, yeah, rolling yeah. out got mm-hmm. a foam roller got a little mm-hmm. rubber ball it's you know it'll be fine that's why i'm like but I had it's to, not great I had <laughs> and to now take... i'm like how is this gonna affect my exercise for the next few yeah. months and take your time. I had to take Sunday off too from running because like I like got up on Sunday and maybe it was drinking. I did not get as drunk as you did. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know when the when the cross happened. It happened very quickly. Um mm. but like I woke up on Sunday and I was like walking around and I was like, there is no way that these legs can get on a treadmill right now. <laughs> Even today, these they didn't legs feel great. On my body. These legs, ugh. And the, yeah, I ate a whole bag of candy corn to celebrate the end of Halloween. Well, <laughs> it's the best candy. I don't care what people say. It is Ugh. so good. No, it's not. Good and Plenty is the best. Good and Plenty, Nika wafers, and uh, candy corn, and those little oh. strawberry candies. Does, so the candy corn that you were eating, original. The candy corn you were eating yesterday was a variety. The mixed mix. blend bag, yes, mm-hmm. of like candy corn and little pumpkins yes. and like all that is that better or worse than just straight candy corn um i like the variety because that has the chocolate candy corn in it which just gives like a little interesting flavor it's very much chocolate in the sense that tootsie roll is a chocolate if that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. then the pumpkins are just like a nice little like chocolate chunky uh candy corn you know (laughs) so you just get the nice little variety and i've been watching a lot of there's these people on youtube good mythical morning i'm obsessed with them if you know them tell them i just want to do something with them like i will come on and i will smell things and try to guess what it is like whatever you want but they've been doing the worst halloween candy tournament and um they said candy corn tastes like old icing but you can't stop eating it like once you start there's no going back 
No. As I learned, because last night I was like, God, I wish I had dessert. And I was like, I have, I have like three quarters of a bag of candy corn. So I ate it all. Also, yes, Rhett and Link are so fucking hot from Good, Good Mythical Morning. Like they're both daddies in oh, a very different Oh, those guys. Way. Yes. Now I know yeah. who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, you know, that and Thread Beast. Okay. Or, um, but going back to this banger. candy corn, this bag of candy corn. Yes. <laughs> I could have told you from the moment you picked that up off the shelf <laughs> that you were going to eat that whole thing that night. This is why I didn't buy any until it was 99 cents the day after <laughs> Halloween. And so now I have a craving for it and it will be off the shelves soon. So like I knew what my body was going to do. <laughs> I knew where I was going. I know my addiction. I was telling Brandon today, some people like to, you know, keep a stash of, you know, wine for like their glass. I need mm-hmm. sweets every night or I'm not okay. Like it has to, I have to... I have to clean the taste of real food out of my mouth and replace mm. it with something sweet. It's my you know what? I'm going to I'm going to write that down and then we're going to talk to our guest today about it. I need <laughs> sweets uh, every night or else I'm not okay. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Sometimes yeah. I'm like I don't have anything so I'll just go to the gas station and get a pop tart. A pop tart. Hey, oh, that's actually. Did I? T- I feel like I've talked to you about this, or said this on the podcast. Mm. That like, I think my fun fact that I'm gonna say from now on is that I've never eaten a pop tart. I've never I don't know eaten if a pop tart. Fun, or if that's just depressing. I mean, it's not depressing, but it's also not fun. But also now you can't eat a Pop-Tart if you're going to hold on to that. like. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to eat a Pop-Tart at this point. I think I've or, had a toaster strudel. Or we just do like, you know, a nice little episode where you try multiple flavors of Pop-Tart. Because there are varieties. I see. Colin's into it. Colin's blown up the chat. He wants us to have a Pop-Tart tasting party. Great. We'll okay. set that up for a future episode. That sounds mm-hmm. good. <laughs> oh my god we Sorry, my brother virtually. just texted me that he wants to switch from spotify to apple music we're on a family account <sighs> no is that a bad idea yes okay tell him to get his own i was against it at the beginning but like when apple music first came out because i you know i've been so new but i feel like it's had time to establish itself i've gone back and forth spotify is just better i mean it's just better Let's be real. I guess. I don't know. I haven't looked at Apple Music in so long. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, it's almost time to bring on our very, very special guest. Yeah. We're very excited. We are very excited. And uh, <laughs> I don't sound that excited. I am no, excited. You, yeah. Bring the energy, maybe. Energy, energy, energy. <laughs> Okay, sorry. We are it's going the day before to, the election. So it is. You know, there's just a lot in my mind. And like you heard my dream last that was last night's dream. That was it. Um, I'm still living in that dream, truly. I'm not sure exactly if it happened. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna take a break. Um, and we will be back with Brian Faldonado, otherwise aka Okay, it's Brian Falduto. Falduto. I can't read boy it's going great already it's okay he's not listening yet <laughs> ryan i'm so sorry oh yeah um 
I don't have my dessert yet today. So, and if he doesn't have his sweets, it's not okay. It's not okay. All right, we'll be right back with our guest. Oh my guys. god, Billy, you, Billy, we've already told me off. Let's move on. You're tacky, and I hate you. Okay, you see me after class. Hey guys! All right, welcome back. Uh, I'd like to introduce our guest, Brian Felduto. He is a former actor, currently singer-songwriter, and life coach. Um, recently named one of the 20 most influential, outspoken, and optimistic individuals on the planet. Yes, he's rolling his eyes because I'm giving him the full introduction. He did his uh, research. <laughs> yes, he was given that title by Pride Life Magazine in their 20th anniversary, uh. 20s in their 20s issues. Mm. Uh, Brian is the founder of his own life coaching business in compliance with the International Coach Federation standards, as well as the head of marketing for the Gay Coaches Alliance. No, he's uh, not. No. We'll cut that out. Formerly. Formerly. On Instagram, he is at the Gay Life Coach, and he just released a new single titled Stars. We love it. Did I do a good job? You did great. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we're so glad to have you here. Mm -hmm. Um, So when, just so people have an idea of who you are or how a lot of people know you, when I say former actor, uh, I'm of course referring to your role in School of Rock Mm -hmm. as Billy, a.k.a. You're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> iconic gay line. Yes. Uh, iconic gay character. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that was me. A little child actor me. Yes, but you're all grown up now. I know. I'm all <laughs> grown up. <laughs> so now you've taken... So where am I going? Okay, first of all, I've already discussed this earlier. Apparently, if I don't have sweets, I'm not okay, and I haven't had any today, so I'm a mess right now. So this will be great. Um, did so, you have a bunch for did, Halloween? No, well, yeah, kind of. Yes, no, kind of. I ate a whole bag <laughs> yes, of candy corn. Yes, yesterday. yesterday he bought an entire <laughs> bag of candy corn and then ate it all. Ew, I don't even like candy corn. I know, right? <laughs> I don't. I'm an old lady. So, what made the transition? to you from acting into the life coach side of your life? Yeah, um, well, sure. I was in School of Rock when I was super young, 17 Mm -hmm. years now, as of this past October. Um, And I think, uh, you know, you said yourself, it was like an iconic, quote unquote, gay line, right? Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know if I agree with that, but sure, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> Let us call you an icon. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at the time it was 2003, so there was very little LGBTQ referencing items, like, in the media. And it felt really weird to not only be one of, like, the five things that was referencing that culture, referencing that culture, but also to be 11. Mm-hmm. So there was just a lot of... Right. Uh, I just... It was just a lot to be like kind of thrust on my shoulders at such a young age and my you know my fifth grade class of boys made it very clear to me that like um to be associated with the word gay was like not cool 
And all I wanted was to like, you know, have this thing that I did be something cool that I could be proud of. And I wanted to be accepted by my peers. And so I kind of just like instantly went into denial of the experience, denial of my sexuality, self-hatred for a lot of years. So I just had like a really rough like journey kind of becoming happy with who I was. And then I think uh, what was really fun is a couple of years ago, I kind of like discovered that like we can all be happy with who we are. Like there's actual ways we can do that. And I was like, oh, um, I'm, I can't believe no one told me about this, first of all. And I want to be the person that like, <laughs> that like lets other people know that there are other options besides that like really like helpless place that you might feel you're in, you know? I think that, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's basically the <laughs> small summary of why I'm now a life coach. <laughs> I love it. We love getting into the right headspace here at HML. We fully support it. Um, yes, I've been trying to get Tyler in the right headspace for almost <laughs> two years now. You need, <laughs> you, to know. Him, you need to give him sweets. That's, yeah. He does that. Yeah. Ugh, man. I'm easy. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, so what, what also, what is a life coach? Like, what do you do as a life coach? If I'm getting life coached, what am I getting told? What am I doing? Fair question. It's a fairly new career. It's only been around for like, uh, in comparison to most careers, like, like a very small percentage. Um, but it's a very rapidly growing industry. I feel like a lot of people, the best way to explain it is kind of compare it to therapy because I feel like a lot of people get confused between therapy and life coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy is very like, I mean, therapy is great. Everyone should be in therapy. I'm a huge fan of therapy as well, but it's, um, um, I like to also say that everyone should be in therapy if they can afford it. I know that it's a very privileged thing and mm-hmm. it's probably a lot. But anyway, um, so therapy is very like focusing on why things are the way they are or the past or maybe a relation to things or like, um, mm-hmm. and life coaching is very goal focused. So I kind of like to use the analogy, the metaphor of a bush, if you don't mind. So like say, mm-hmm. for example, Andy, you are trapped inside of a bush, right? And you want to get out of the bush. Um, A therapist is going to come along and maybe like move aside some branches and see how that feels and maybe like try and find out why the branches are there and how you feel about the branches and (laughs) like, and then like eventually like get you out of the bush and like a really really figure out my relationship to the bush. Yes. Yeah. But like you'll be able to get out of the bush in like a really healthy, like, everything's assessed kind of way, but a life coach is going to come along and just like chop off the branches and get you out of the bush. Um, It's like, like (laughs) if your goal is to be out of the bush, we're going to like get you out of the bush. Right. And then I highly recommend people like maybe combine life coaching with therapy so that we can like also make sure we're taking care of those branches as they fall off, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, but yeah, that life coaching is just a little bit more like, you come to me with an obstacle, we're going to overcome that obstacle and then we'll figure it out after. It's like horrifying, horrifyingly aggressive in like the best way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, as you said that, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. And there's like all different types of coaching. There's like business coaching, executive mm-hmm. coaching, there's dating coaching. I am a mindfulness coach. So I actually am doing coaching that very similar to therapy in a lot of ways in that like I'm trying to 
help people work their way around narratives. So in your, like in someone's example, the bush would be something they're telling themselves about themselves. And I want to, I want to get you around that narrative so that you can mm -hmm. think more positively about yourself or more. So it's a little bit therapy in that we're kind of trying, we have to understand why that narrative is there sometimes, but um, in order to get around it, but yeah, so there's, there's different types of coaching and mine borders on like a similarity to therapy, but it's still not, we're not going to spend hours talking about why your grandma like made you feel sad ones, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually um, reading like a couple, I read a couple of interviews that you gave where you were talking about um, kind of thinking of your life as a story and there are the chapters that you're kind of finished with, but that you need, like, at least in your, I think you were talking about your own life, you decided that those were times that you needed to move on from to, like, develop the person that you are now. Yeah, I, I'm so happy I said that. I don't, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think that the chapters are a part of us and they're always like there, like a book on the shelf and we can take them down and talk about them or revisit them as many, many times as we want. But I think they also need to live on the shelf sometimes so you can write a new chapter, right? Yeah. You can't really yeah. go back and write a chapter that's already done, right? No, you literally can't, yeah. It's gotta keep it going. See, yeah. like, I, f I feel like my current bush is that I need sweets to feel okay. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so in a life coaching conversation, we would be like, what's keeping you from sweets? <laughs> Distance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I feel like we can, I feel like we can, there, are there sweets in your house? We gotta get no, I don't keep them here because I also have no self-control. See, it's a two-edged ate the a entire bag of candy corn. I ate the entire bag of candy corn in one day. I was like, I'm going to make this last. And then I even, when we had bought it, because Andy was with me, I was like, you know, I might go back and just like get a couple more because like in January, I'm going to want it. And he was like, that's not going to last till January. And I was like, you're 100% right. They would all be gone See, today at this point. You know, y'all, it is a stressful week. If you want to eat a bag of candy corn, eat a bag of candy corn, you know? <laughs> Do what makes you happy, really. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. Don't it deny is yourself the pleasure. Um, so, talking about the the whole narrative thing, like the narrative of your of your life, um, you were talking, I think, about how at the beginning of your music career, to talk about your music career a little, because mm -hmm. we want to talk about it. Um, you were <laughs> saying that at the beginning of like getting into music, you were writing a lot of songs that were coming from a place of hurt. Um, so do you feel like focusing on the hurt part of your life was like detrimental to your mental health in a way? Or like, do you feel like you've, are you, are you happy that you've moved on from that? Like, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't, I haven't moved on from it in that like I still get hurt, you know? So I, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I still write about that. I think the difference now is that I'm able to get hurt and kind of like see the experience of getting hurt rather than be the experience of getting hurt. Like I'm mm. able to like, I'm able to know that I'm just more than that one situation that's happening to me. Like I am not that situation. That's just the situation that's happening in my life. Whereas I used to get hurt and I would just be like, everything is crumbling to the ground. I'm never going to make it out of this situation alive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's kind of like what it used to be like. And music was awesome for me. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this with whatever avenue they use, but music was kind of like my lifeline for finding 
like basically for finding, for validating what I was feeling inside and putting it on paper and then sharing that with other people and then kind of validating that they experienced similar things. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it kind of, it was my way of, for the first time ever, kind of like being like, here's a little bit of truth that's inside all of this pain. Does anyone feel similarly, you know, yes. kind of like, because mm -hmm. I had been so, uh, so like boxed up before that. So um, music was just, uh, and a lot of people always ask like, isn't it weird that you're like a life coach and a songwriter? Those seem like such different lanes. And I'm like, not really. I feel like life uh, music is kind of my way of discovering with myself. And then I take what I learn about myself and my story. And then I try and help other people learn about themselves and their story. So it's like, it doesn't like I have, you know what I mean? It's kind of my, my vehicle for that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Music can be your life a... coaching yourself through your music. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And it can be such a powerful like vehicle. I remember years ago, I was in a really terrible relationship and I was like going to therapy and I was listening to this album on the way to therapy. And I was like, how can I get my therapist to listen to this entire album so she'll understand exactly <laughs> what I'm going through? What makes this narrative worse is it was a Marina and the Diamonds album. But for some reason <laughs> in that time, I was like, this this explains everything that's going on in my life right now. Oh my so. god, that's amazing! Did you get her to listen to the the album? No, no. <laughs> but I I brought it up like three times, and she didn't take her my lost, suggestion. Honestly. I was like, you know, <laughs> this really explains it. Like, let's be real. <laughs> uh, my therapist I, recently asked if he could go and listen to my music, and I was like, absolutely. <laughs> You're like, yeah, every stream counts. Yeah, yeah I'll take that stream. <laughs> Oh, listen to it like 20 times and just really tell me how you feel. Like, I feel like he should be the one to know, like he should know whether or not that's like an okay boundary as the therapist. I, I respected that he asked, you know, I yeah. mean, obviously he can just like go do whatever he wants with my name on Google. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. That's true. I mean, that's what Andy did. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I was Head like, of the marketing committee. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I saw that you uh, have started a podcast yourself. Oh, yes. Yeah. The Gay Life Coach wow. Podcast. How long have y'all been doing this one? Um, Two since, seasons since, since okay. September May, of last year. September? Was it that late? September of last probably, year? Yeah. yeah. September of 2019. So How do y'all feel about it? I mean, it's great. I think it got harder with covid right because yeah. like i think a lot of what our show was and our listeners can you know attest to this was like what we do out where you know our topics came from like us being out and about or like going out and meeting people or you know bringing people on that way or just really kind of whatever took us so i remember the first couple of weeks we were filming over zoom during COVID, like, it was kind of fun at first because we were like, oh, this is new. But then it was kind of like, well, what did you do this week, Andy? Well, I sat at my desk and I worked. <laughs> and then I went for a walk. And then I was like, wow, me too. I cooked. Wow. So, you know, yeah. it's definitely had its ups and downs. I feel like we're getting uh, back to a normal flow. Even though we are seeing each other, we're still kind of keeping this 
this zoom up because it's easier um yeah and we're blessed to have our sweet intern colin but yeah. you know it's fun it's fun to react with people it's fun to have people quote things back to you that you've said that which you like remember saying. i don't remember i don't remember my sister to me yeah <laughs> yeah my, i mean my sister is like even started to listen to some of them and she like quotes things back that i said and i'm like i don't remember that um yeah. we're getting but you even, know but even with the world slowed down i bet people really like enjoyed listening to like an account of because uh, they were also in a slow down yeah. world so you know like they probably related to the fact that like your content your content slowed down you know yeah and we um, do love we to be relatable yeah, we took a break and like people were like, where are you? Are you okay? <laughs> and we're oh. like, yeah, fine. Just needed a, a, a minute. <laughs> yeah. But you started um, your podcast during pandemic, during yeah. COVID well, times. Well, not techni technically. So my podcast was like picked up by uh, a media company that will not be named. But um, <laughs> basically, they kind of asked me to do this podcast. And I was like, awesome. Yes, absolutely. So excited. And then... The woman who basically picked up my podcast got let go during COVID cuts. And so um, we had already recorded like a ton of episodes, but like my paperwork never went through like for it to like go on the air. So like basically like it just kind of like got lost in the mix. And then I was like, okay, so I guess I'm just going to like launch this on my own because I already had all these episodes in the can. And so it was fine because I was just like, sure, I'll just put them out on my own. And I did. And then I got to the end of all the episodes that were in the can and I had like this big like moment where I was like, wait, do I want to continue doing a podcast on my own or <laughs> do I, do I like, how much do I care about this? And then I was like, I really do enjoy it. I, my original intention with it was that I, you know, I, I'm the life coach with the gay life coach, blah, 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 whatever. But like, I, I feel like I don't, have any answers you know i'm just helping mm -hmm. other people figure out their answers that's and it's like there's a craft to that mm -hmm. um but i don't have answers and i'm very curious about answers and how other people go about getting their answers and so the life the podcast became about like how can i uh, basically i just want to hear from other people about what how they're going about their mindfulness journey and bring that conversation to the queer community so i am passionate about doing that and so i kind of powered through to make that happen and now i'm working with like a producer and i don't have to worry about all of the editing stuff that was driving me crazy and i'm not good at oh, anyway it's and the worst part yes yeah <laughs> it's the worst uh it's, love you, and honestly love you, like i have <laughs> i have zero part of me that even wants to get good at that so it was like <laughs> it was just like me like laboring over it very tediously very unhappily <laughs> it's a yes. lot it's a lot yeah. it's a lot to take on you know as i always say what we do here is a labor of love for yeah, you yeah, yeah. fans our listeners i mean we, we put our hearts and souls here on this recording you know sometimes <laughs> more than that yeah but, and i love this i love the talking part so i was like mm -hmm. i just want to come up with an arrangement where that's all i have to do <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Perfect. Yes. Well, um, I wanted to see if you would be willing to play a really quick game mm -hmm. with yeah. us. It's yeah. kind of a game. It's kind of just your opinions. Uh -huh. um, so our game is called Tacky or Trendy. Is it because named of, after me? 
because yes, it's because your line is you're tacky and I'm hate and I hate you. Oh, so this is the have, game you invented today. <laughs> I invented it just for you. <laughs> yes, Amazing. it's a custom made game. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to tell us whether you think these things are tacky, parentheses, and you hate them, or if they're um, to you trendy and you like them. Okay, I just want to say quickly that. Um, Colin's comments in the chat are trendy. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We love Colin's uh, side chat. Okay, so tacky or trendy, here we go. Pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, Trendy. (laughs) They're so good. I don't know why people try to hate them. Just embrace it. I'm yeah. Okay. Wearing underwear and a harness and calling it a Halloween costume. Uh, I'm all for wearing a, a harness and underwear, but I don't. If you're calling it a Halloween costume, I'm gonna say tacky. <laughs> uh, putting up your Christmas decorations on November first. Mmm, tacky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I love my Christmas decorations, uh, but you know. I understand. I'm a some people, I to, some people need I li- to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm a hypocrite because I literally listened to the Kelly Clarkson Christmas album today. So that's uh, fine. That's fine. You're getting amazing. the taste for it, right? It's a buildup, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, let's not let's not start the whole shebang, you know, all at once. <laughs> okay, bread baking in pandemic. I've never baked anything. Rosy people and your domestic skills. Ariana Grande's (laughs) new album. I haven't listened to it, but I I saw a billboard for it in Times Square and I thought she looked great. She's doing well for herself, so I'm going to go trendy. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. Um, Are you going about politics on Facebook? Oh, tacky. Come on, guys. Everyone, let's move along. (laughs) I don't understand people that get on fights on Facebook. Nope, not helping anybody. Who would uh, you? <laughs> my roommate. <laughs> uh, keto diet. Um, I'm all for whatever makes people feel good about whatever they're doing for themselves. So trendy. Great, great answer. Uh, <laughs> Tyler knows that that was a personal attack against him. It was on my part. I love keto. Uh, no, I've told you, I'm fine with you doing whatever you want. Uh, Having an OnlyFans. Well, it depends what it's for, right? Um, <laughs> no, I think it's trendy. Sure. Great. Uh, There's some uh, meme TikTok. pages that are doing OnlyFans TikTok? too now. Well, I would say it's, it's quite literally the definition of trendy, but I am not on it. So therefore, it's oh. tacky. Um, the new supermarket sweep. What is that? Supermarket sweep. <laughs> it's a game show. Where they have to they go in the supermarket. It with Leslie Jones. It's basically COVID shopping, but like in a game show. Oh, <laughs> it's sure, truly it's trendy. Iconic. Yeah. I'm gonna, by Tyler's silent excitement, I'm going to go with trendy. Yeah, just watch an episode like sometime this week okay. and like you'll think yourself. It's insane. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, having a life coach. Trendy. <laughs> and the last one is voting. Trendy. Yes. The biggest trend of 2020. Yeah, vote. y'all. Get out and vote. Yes. Get out and vote. All right. That's the end of our game. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with Pod Q and Gay. 
Living inside these rainbow walls, I can still feel it all. Even after all these years, I can still feel the Welcome back. It's time for our favorite segment, your favorite segment. We assume, because you keep participating. Pod Q and Gay. I wish they could see my like hand motions because I think that makes it more great. Pod Q and Gay. Yeah. Oh my god, Colin, record that. That's our new intro song every time. Um, But we. That's the song that Trump is using as his walk-off music at his rallies. Pod Q and Gay. Cut it out. Cut it out. They, it's I okay. They the village people are happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, we this week we we're taking a step towards you and bettering yourselves. And we wanted to know if you have any advice questions for our dear sweet guest. Um okay. <laughs> advice questions. Advice questions. Is that not how you say it? No. <laughs> you know, sure. sure. Um <laughs> But I will start us off today. Um, the first one, uh, some of these are pretty deep. Some of these, I'll say they're, they're deep. So, you know, take it as you will. This one says, what do you do if you feel like you're in a loop in life? Um, if what do you do if you feel like you're in a loop in life? Um, I'm going to be afraid from referring to anything I say as advice. I'm just going to give, you know, my... <laughs> Perfect. my answer to the question that's um, what we do here yeah um if i feel like i'm in a loop in life i think that well uh one of my favorite quotes is that if you feel if you can't find your way out of the woods find comfort in being lost and i feel like sometimes in our desperation to like get out of like um sticky situations we actually end up just creating like the we we contribute to the loop Mm -hmm. so but I don't but at the same time I think that if you if you try the same thing over and over you're going to get the same results right so uh so it's a little bit of a balance of maybe just accepting where you're at rather than fighting it which is obviously the hardest thing and Mm -hmm. then and then and then what do you want? You know what I mean? Rather than like, just the, I feel like, cause if you're, if you're just in this constant pressure to get out of this loop, you're not gonna be able to see clearly, I think what you want. But what if you are able to decide what you want from inside the loop, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Well, it's, it's, like, it's like quicksand. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, or those people that are always like, I wanna find a boyfriend, I wanna find a boyfriend and they're always going on dates. And then finally they're like, you know what? I don't need a boyfriend. I'm okay by myself. And then like three weeks later, they have a boyfriend. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that whole, like, what's your intention, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Agreed. Um, all right. Pitch me our another ne- one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, our next question. How do you get over your straight crush who you've now been best friends with for 15 years? <gasps> oh, that is tough. I... I'm constantly in love with straight men. Um, <laughs> I call them straight I, husbands because they're always just like, so sometimes these guys are just like so amazing and you're like, you're perfect except you like women. Yeah. You know? 
I actually answered this once on my Instagram, which everyone should follow at the gay life coach. There's an ask Brian. Um, and this is one of the questions once. And I think my answer was like <laughs> multiple. I had like four different answers, but I remember one of them was, first of all, it's okay to have a crush on, a crush on a straight guy. Like it's okay. Like, I think maybe just be honest with yourself about the fact that you have a crush on this guy. Um, I feel like there could be a lot of reasons for that. Like we want the validation of like, like men who always treated us differently when we were younger, you know, there could be like a lot of things there. Um, and then um, also, I think once you're honest with yourself that it's a crush, you can start to treat it as one and you can maybe start to like, do the same things you would do to maybe like monitor your feelings about someone else you're trying to get over. So like, I uh, so like say like you broke up with someone, you're gonna maybe like mute their story and their posts and just maybe like monitor your intake of that person so that you can like have some space and distance from them. Um, and I feel like if you're, there's this whole idea that you shouldn't have a crush on someone. So you're gonna like, you're gonna, avoid the truth that you do have a crush on them rather than deal with the truth that you have a crush on them if that makes sense you know what mm -hmm. I mean? mm -hmm. absolutely i love that what do you guys think don't don't no. don't dig yourself into a trench of denial <laughs> See, yeah was... i'm like i'm like 60 percent satisfied with my answer i want to hear yours well, I'm like, for me, I always feel like I get like the straight guys, like one of them actually submitted a question for this because we're really good friends at this point. Um, and I always label them as like my straight husbands because I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to flirt, you know, you're going to give me a hug if I feel bad or like whatever, but like there's nothing sexual really there. It's just like all the other like relationship aspects. And like, that's, that's kind of where I like to keep it with them. And like, they're comfortable, yeah. I'm comfortable, we're cool. You know, one of them just moved back into town too, and I'm really excited. So, you know, it's like, you know, I like to keep them. I have a collection of straight husbands, and I always like to keep like three or I four keep of them, them in the basement. Top, you know, you know? <laughs> I don't like to, I don't like to, you know, let them all know that they're all mine. But, you know, if jealousy Absolutely. happens, then it happens, you know? <laughs> yeah, See, that's I the just other don't. Side. Okay. <laughs> I just don't have um, straight guys in my life. No, that, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the other side of it, though, right? Like, like a lot of straight guys like to be flirted with, right? Like, what if you just flirt back? You know what I mean? Like, what mm -hmm. is? Uh, I feel like there's just if we stop shooting on ourselves, which is what I say for when people <laughs> tell themselves they should or they shouldn't do something, they can just like have fun with it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. Stop shitting on yourself. I'll, uh, I'm going to use I'll... that. Is that a Sex in the City quote? <laughs> Colin says that's a Sex in the City quote. <laughs> I've never seen Sex in the City. So... Wow. Uh, cool shit. That's my favorite phrase. Um, I'll actually ask this question from my, one of my straight husbands. Um, any tips for building professional relationships in a work from home world? Um, yeah, I think this, uh, similarly, um, to like what you would do in real life. I think they, we should still be attending like maybe virtual networking events or putting yourself out there. I think that putting yourself out there looks different right now, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. Um, you know, the world is different. I mean, I think anything from sliding into someone's DMs is like mm -hmm. a way to like put yourself out there or, to, or just like, um, 
yeah, I recently went to like a speed uh, networking thing, um, which I thought was really cool where you can like spend a certain amount of time with like certain people. Um, and yeah, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, that sounds ideal. Like not having to worry about getting trapped in a conversation with somebody for right. too long. <laughs> it's kind of like, like Tinder, but for work and like video. I think that's a thing already, but if not TM, TM, TM. Um, I mean, if you're really interested in building like professional connections, Mm -hmm. then maybe get a little more into LinkedIn. I don't know. I'm not really that big into LinkedIn, but you know, like you can slide into people's DMs there if you don't want to, if you think Instagram is too unprofessional or like, I don't know. Well, I also don't know what industry you're in then. Even like in a like, in like a inner office situation, like the people I was like so close to, like when we were working into the office, like I don't feel like I talk to them anymore. Yeah. And it's just not, and it's not anything to do with the way we just don't have any projects. We don't see each other. Um, and like, I like kind of feel bad about it, but also like there's people that I'm like, oh, you still work here. Like, yeah. just cause like I have not talked to them in nine months where I would see them every day before. So it is such like a weird environment, especially when you're like trying to <laughs> invite them to play Among Us. Are you playing Among Col- Us? Colin said to invite them to play Among Us. <sighs> I love it. I should. It's um, it's it's also just difficult, like as an adult, to like basically like become friends with people, right? It's sort of, like you know, what I mean, like I feel like lately, uh, I've had a few experiences where I'm like, should we be friends? Which just like feels weird to like ask someone that like when you're. <laughs> I feel older, like that's you know exactly I mean? but, how like me and Andy. I think that's how we became friends. Yeah. Um, we just like met and we're like, are we friends now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like literally, we met at a party and then he like went to go get a drink and I was like looked around and I didn't see anybody I knew, so I just went back over to him and was like, I lost my friends, so I'm gonna hang out with you now. <laughs> I just thought he was yeah, alone. Um. <laughs> That's, he's still hanging out on you because you think yep. you just don't <laughs> yeah i still can't find my friends it's a problem <laughs> um all right this one's a little heavy oh, okay. uh, they really took this they like took this and ran with this yes. Brian. like usually they're like how big is your dick and like this is when they like come through and they're like how do i not sad <laughs> um, oh, okay so a family member is battling heroin addiction. How can I support her and her mom? Um, so I think that um, I work in, 50% of the work I do is in crisis intervention, um, per, hmm. per, uh, particularly suicide prevention. Um, and, um, and yeah, I think that, um, like 90% of that work is helping someone feel seen, heard, and validated. Um, And so I actually think like, it's not really about what you can do for this person. It's just like how you can, uh, like how you can be there for that person in order to like let them know that someone's there Um, and don't underestimate the power of that. Um, And I think that like along that journey, like, ways to support them will become obvious or like they'll they'll be there and you'll be able to like act on them but i think the big thing is just to like is is honestly just to validate their experience especially since like you if your friend is struggling with a heroin addiction 
it's really easy probably to get caught in in like how do I how do I help this person make different choices or whatever but like mm-hmm. you genuinely can't um which is like a really hard truth to swallow sometimes but like they have to make that decision on their own I mean one of the catch 22s about life coaching is that um like whenever I'm on a consult with someone deciding whether to work with them my final question to them before we hang up is how committed are you to to making this change in your life that you want to make because I can't want someone's success more than they do they have to Mm. they have to make that commitment within themselves otherwise it's honestly just a pointless process I could pull someone along in the dirt for days and they're not gonna it's just not gonna work you know they have to want to make that change and I think that you know kind of like when we talk about with music like I think that just by being that reflection where they can maybe like see that they're seen and heard that might be enough for them to then go inside themselves and ask themselves the questions they need to ask themselves you know what I mean so I uh, yeah it's like it's like a roundabout way of supporting them by just by just creating space for them so that they can support themselves essentially yeah I think that's something I'm learning (laughs) no I think that's something I'm I'm like probably still learning about like all the relationships in my life with anybody like friends and family and stuff of like you know yeah you can't change somebody that doesn't want to change you can't like sometimes you just have to meet people where they are and accept that or not or like figure out if that's something if you think that there's something they should change about themselves like that's not really up to you and are you willing to accept them as they are mm-hmm. yep absolutely absolutely which is like something i hope everyone can just remember this week too is like we like we we also just can't change someone's viewpoint through a conversation it's just not yes they have to make mm. the decision to change their viewpoint. And I think that we can create space for them to do that and provide them with information. But at the end of the day, like they are gonna change their mind on their own time. Um, and I think the more we can create space for them to do so, space for each other, then that's how we make change, not by like shoving things down people's throat because then it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, Tyler. I was going to say, I have one more semi, maybe fun one. Um, And I'm going to rephrase this question because I know who asked it. Um, And they know my opinions on it. Um, But he said, should I move in with my boyfriend? I'm going to rephrase this as, when should you move in with a potential boyfriend? Oh, gosh. I I feel like there has to be so many, like, other other things I would need to know, right? Um, (laughs) Okay. They've been dating for a year. Yeah. They're very much in love, and it's apparent to the outside world. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They're Uh, two peas in a pod, for sure. Well, I think my next question would be, what are the concerns? Like, why? I don't know. Why wouldn't you? That's the question, isn't it? Are you, are you asking, like, why are you asking me, you know? Like, why Mm -hmm. don't, what's, what's the fear behind moving in together? I think that would be the question. Mm -hmm. Because they're, I feel like otherwise they would just, I mean, I know that it's a big step, right? So we obviously need to, like, yeah, acknowledge that, but 
I mean, are it, it just are you ready for the next step or are you not? And if you're not, then what? Why aren't you? You know what I mean? And then, yeah. So it just it, <laughs> there's more questions behind that question. So if yeah. they can ask themselves the follow up questions, that's yeah. be beneficial. Well, that's like for me, I feel like I've moved in with two boyfriends in the past and both of them have burned me (laughs) in bad ways. So I'm like, I don't want to share my stuff. So (laughs) that's kind of where I am. I'm just like, you know, we can have our own places. We can have our own stuff. Um, I had one that I shared a bank account with. That is not a bad, that is not doing that again. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, So maybe I got some baggage personally, but uh, I don't think these people have that. So I'm just going to say, do it. It's a financially smart decision. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, All right. Do you have any, other than your own, uh, you know, collection of, projects do you have any recommended apps or like guide yeah, what's, the, books? what's the things that we should all be using right now yeah well, i'm a huge reader i do read a lot um i don't know if that was part of learn the to read okay <laughs> uh i'm a big i'm book. a big <laughs> i think right now you know this is oh cool cool, cool. i actually just watched I just watched my first season of Drag Race ever, which was season oh. seven, which I've heard oh. is the worst, even though it's the only one I've seen. But, they're, but they're that's the one on that it. those two queens are in. Yeah, it's yeah. the so best you. because of them. Yeah, no, yeah. They were, I love them. Um, so basically, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with my suggestion of books or a podcast because I think that long form information is important right now in comparison to an Instagram post or a quick little like snippet of something mm-hmm. where we're not really using our imagination or, or sorting through thoughts at all, or, or just kind of like challenging ourselves in like a more of a long form way, which books and I think podcasts do because they force you to maybe like, like, I don't know, just like sit with the material for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, how does this material resonate with you? And what, how does it feel, you know, rather than, um just like a quick fleeting moment which like so much of culture and media is right now um if you don't mind i just want to use this moment too because it's launching next month i want to plug this thing i'm launching next month which is called this the gay men self-help book club um and so and so basically it's group coaching in the form of a book club and we will read a self-help book together and each week we'll talk about maybe a challenge you're facing that have to do with what we're reading and you'll get to like be amongst a community of gay men who are like-minded and practicing mindfulness as well and and it'll be a fun little thing i want to do that i love self-help books i read the happiness project i read um her other one that i can't remember the thing about um i love i i will eat up a self-help book i work tear through them my little highlighter I'll send you the email. Perfect. <laughs> Put me on it, please. I'm <laughs> so in. I need it. I can try it. I'm going to have to push past the um, the childhood trauma of Bible study because book club mm. has always felt like Bible study to me. <laughs> See, yeah, my parents know, did totally Bible study, fair. but it was like fun. They all showed up to like someone's house. They all drank like wine. All the kids went upstairs oh, and just yelled great. and played the whole time. <laughs> So, like, to me, I'm yeah. like, that's book club, man. 
<laughs> yes. No, Bible study could, yeah, I, I, I feel you. But maybe there were some aspects of Bible study you liked, like mm. being with people. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, community. Maybe some of them. <laughs> and maybe it was just the maybe the issue was the book. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it could be. Hmm. <laughs> oh, all right. all right, Tyler. Do you have any more questions? Um, I well, yes, I have one. Um. Uh, which I'm going to do this. How this is, I'm going to read the question as it was typed. How do be happier? How do be happier? Uh, yeah, see, I uh, get a lot of people who come for life coaching consults. And what I think I so beautiful that. about humanity, you know, I'm getting a little sappy here, but this is kind of my thing. But like, I, <laughs> I think the, the beauty is that that's all we all want, right? We all want to be happy. Um, and it's so funny because we like view ourselves as different sometimes, but like beneath everyone's want is just the desire to be happy. Like we all just want to be happy. So like, and just like something that we all share, which I think is beautiful. Um, and how do you be happy? Um, ah, what a complicated question. I think that happiness is not outside yourself. So it really comes to your relationship with yourself and your relationship to things. And, uh, and so it's a, it's a, it's an inward journey. Um, and so that's, yeah, which is also complicated and its own process, but I think that at least eliminates like 50% of like what maybe people might think happiness is, which is usually like this idea of something outside of themselves. Um, and that's not, that's not the case it's it's an inside job yeah it's all you know you gotta focus on what really makes you happy and just find healthy ways to do that because there are very unhealthy ways to make yourself happy yeah but there are also healthy ways <laughs> right like sweet I, really, I think i do think like the most simple answer and there's it's so much more complicated than this but it's loving yourself that's that's, mm -hmm. that's happiness and and therefore and because you love yourself, you you love the things you're doing for yourself and you love the the way you talk to yourself and you love the people you put in your life because you know that they enhance yourself and you enhance the people in your life because you love yourself and so you love the people in your life. You know what I mean? It's all it all comes back to the self. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then Colin says, if you can't love yourself, then love candy corn. Amen. Colin, Colin's comments started to get lengthy and I couldn't read them all. I'm going to read now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a great note to end on for this show. Um, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at homos modern life. You can follow me at Andy from boy story. Brian, and you can follow is. Brian. Yes, I have at the gay life coach, or if you just want to follow me, just posting pictures of myself on the street. It's at Brian Saldudo. Perfect. Perfect. Um, you can also stream his music on Spotify or yes, Apple Spotify. Music. Yeah, come join the book club. Yes, please. You can join oh, oh, how do we do like, that? So excited about that. Um, follow the account because I'll be posting in the next couple of of weeks of how people can enroll. I think it'll I think it'll end up just being like email me. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe Perfect. I'll set up like a website or something. I don't know. We'll see. A Google a Google chat. A I'll pro I'll promote it. Google I'll put sheet. it on my stories. Yes. Awesome. 
Well, yeah, uh, that's it, right? Yep. You know all the other places to follow us, people. You know where all the other things are. (laughs) We got website. We got email. We got merch. Whatever you want. We're a full (laughs) brand, man. You know, Tyler would love for me to start an OnlyFans, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pimping out, Andy. Um, Not yet, though. Uh, But anyway, fare thee well. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production.